the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Five thirty-four on the Bruce Hooley Show. I appreciate your time today. If you miss a portion of the show, you can always catch it via the podcast at nine eight nine theanswercom Love to have you patronize our friend Mike Lindell at My Pillow. The towels are the latest innovation from My Pillow. Mike has found the best cotton producer in the United States. And he has produced a velvety, buttery, soft, and smooth towel set for $39.99. Two bath towels, hand towels, washcloths. You'll love them. They're phenomenal. I've sampled them. They are great. Much like the luxurious towels that I uh, had the pleasure of using at a B&B, Airbnb, that my wife and I stayed at. But I priced those in the store. And let me tell you, I couldn't get close to even one towel for $39.99. So... This is a great deal from Mike Lindell. Order at MyPillow.com, 800-856-9340, 800-856-9340. Don't forget, the MyPillow itself, the brand on which MyPillow has built its empire that employs 2,500 people in the state of Minnesota, all American-made products. Wash it, dry it. You'll love it. I love mine. But I also love the mattress topper and the Giza Dream bed sheets. And the bed sheets are buy one set, get one set free right now at MyPillow.com. Always use the promo code BRUCE, and you will come out loving your purchase from MyPillow.com. So we've got a little bit of fireworks going on in Washington, D.C. today as Joe Biden heads to Cincinnati. Oh, he's got the big town hall tonight with Don Lemon on CNN. Yeah, they're going to... Don Lemon's going to put it right to him on gas prices going up and inflation and the price of eggs and meat and milk and everything else skyrocketing. Don't. Yeah. Actually, if you're waiting for that, don't hold your breath unless you're wearing something that goes very well with blue. (laughs) But in Washington, D.C., while the president was away, one of his henchmen, Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, was doing something that I am hesitant to Well, I'm hesitant to embrace the fact that she made a mistake. I'd love to think she did. I'd love to think there's not an endgame to why she rejected two of House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy's two nominees among the five Republicans that he got to name to Pelosi's committee investigating what happened at the Capitol on January the 6th. So she has this committee. She's wanted this committee She's complained about no investigation. we got to get to the bottom of it. White rage, white supremacy, blah, 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 blah. So she comes up with this committee, and the presumption is, well, it's going to be a partisan committee. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. It's not going to be partisan. She's going to have six Democrats on it. There are going to be five Republicans on it. So whatever they find, they'll, it'll be a 6-5 vote. You know that. 
So Kevin McCarthy thinks, well, I'm going to put a couple guys on this committee who are going to have Donald Trump's back and are going to be sand in Pelosi's oyster. So he names Jim Banks of Indiana. I do not know Jim Banks, but you certainly know the other Jim, Jim Jordan of St. Paris. Uh, Jim Jordan and Jim Banks are presumed to be staunch Donald Trump, Donald Trump defenders. And so Pelosi, in what people are saying is an unprecedented move, <laughs> rejected the two Jims. She said, nah, you can have those two, three, but, but, but not those two. So McCarthy responds by saying, fine, if we can't have those two, then we won't put anybody on your committee. And this is landing as Kevin McCarthy trumping Nancy Pelosi's ace, thus rendering the presumption of her committee as completely partisan, thus, presumably, neutering the impact of whatever that committee finds. Well, if there's nothing but Democrats on it, of course they found out Trump was big and fat and mean and orange and bad. And and and, 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 and mean tweeting as well. And by the way, remember what he said in Charlottesville? <laughs> I'll probably bring that up too. Uh, so I want to believe that. I really do want to believe that. I just don't know if I should believe it because I I don't underestimate I don't underestimate the sneaky double cross where Democrats are concerned. But here is Jim Jordan making a powerful case that, of course, Nancy Pelosi wants this committee because, as he says, what else is she going to talk about? This has always been about politics uh, and the, today's actions of the speaker just confirm that. But frankly, uh, and I've said this before, what else are they going to talk about? I mean, they've been they're so focused on the January 6th committee. What else are they going to talk about? about crime? The fact that crime is up in every major urban area in this country. They're going to they're talk about the border crisis. I mean, think about this. March was the highest month on record for illegal crossings until April. April was the highest month on record until May. May was the highest month on record until June. Can't talk about that. They're going to talk about inflation. They're going to talk about the fact that the price of eggs is up. The price of milk is up. The price of bread is up. The price of gas is up. The price of an airline ticket is up. The price of a use. The price of everything is up. They can't talk about that. So they're going to be partisan, and they're going to focus on this. Yeah, they are. Now, now there is one Republican on the committee. Well, Liz Cheney's on the committee. (laughs) Remember, Liz Cheney was named to the committee by Nancy Pelosi. And Liz Cheney, staying on brand, which is traitor, said today that Pelosi was right to exorcise Jim Jordan and Jim Banks from the committee. So we'll see. We'll see how this plays. Uh, Jordan also asked another pertinent question about Pelosi's refusal to admit him to her committee. I don't think they're going to address the fundamental question. The fundamental question of why wasn't there a proper uh, proper security presence at the Capitol that day? They're not going to address that. And only one person can answer that question. Only one. Speaker of the United States House of Representatives. My hunch is, my hunch is the reason I don't want to address that question my hunch is, is because what happened all last year? The Democrats normalized anarchy. They normalized rioting and looting. And when rioters and looters attacked our law enforcement personnel, when rioters and looters destroyed small businesses, what did Democrats do? 
They went out and raised money to bail them out of jail, and they continue to talk about defunding the police, and in fact did that in all these major urban areas, which is why crime is up. So they don't want to talk about that stuff. They just want to be partisan. They just want to continue to attack the former president. They want to play their political game. Yeah, but I think Jim Jordan's missing an obvious answer here. And sometimes the answer, we assume, oh, the Democrats really screwed up on that. This is why I'm hesitant to say that Pelosi screwed up or gave Jim Jordan and Kevin McCarthy a wedge issue to use against her. That's not necessarily true because look at the question Jordan just asked. Why was there not a proper security presence at the Capitol on January the 6th? See, he's posing this like, well, if if I were in charge, there would have been a proper security presence at the Capitol that day. Yeah. But you are not inclined to try to, as we say on a farm, make hay off somebody else's mistake. I believe the answer to that question, why was there not a proper security presence at the Capitol on January 6th, is self-evident. Because they were hoping for the exact thing to happen that happened. You will never make me believe that Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer weren't squired away watching gleefully as idiots in horned helmets breached the Capitol on January the 6th. I think that was, I think they were toasting champagne as that happened. And my fear that day, if you remember, I distinctly remember saying that day, they'll never, ever let us live this down. They'll never, ever let us live this down. That, without that, right now, would you say, right now, does Donald Trump have a really good chance of being reelected as president in 2024 if he runs right now? I don't think he does. I don't think he does. I know Biden's a screw-up. I know everything's bad, the border, inflation, on and on and on. But if Donald Trump runs in 2024, the albatross of January the 6th will hang around his neck like an anvil. You know it will. Insurrection, over and over and over again, right? Because, well, they have their hacks in the media that will play that card ad infinitum. If that had not happened... If Trump had gone gently into that good night, look, had he said this, you and I can have what our have what we believe in our hearts forever about what happened in this last election. It's very difficult to accept the result. Believing what we believe, knowing what we know. But our country requires an orderly transition of power, and we are going to have an orderly transition of power. Our country is bigger than one man. It's bigger than one party. It's bigger than one movement. This is not the last you'll hear of me. But don't do anything to betray the values our nation was founded upon. If we do that, we become like the people we tried to defeat in this election. Had he said that and just gone away, I think he'd have a really good chance of getting reelected in the fall of 2024. So I think Jordan asked a question. Why was there not a proper security presence at the Capitol that day? Because Washington, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser didn't want one there. She was the one who could have placed the order because Nancy Pelosi didn't want one there, because Chuck Schumer didn't want one there, because what happened is exactly what they wanted to have happen, 
and they continue to pound it and pound it and pound it, and they will never let it go because their minions in the media will never stop pounding it because they're following orders to a T. It is 549 on the Bruce Hooley Show. Remember, the iHeartTuneInRadio.com app and our app, downloadable at the iTunes and Google Play Store. Search 989FM, the answer will allow you to take us with you wherever you go. Uh, You know, you can play that right through the Bluetooth in your car radio if you get into an area of town where the signal comes in a little fuzzy or um, it's a very convenient way to listen to the podcast. Appreciate you doing that and uh, take use, take take uh, note of and make use of uh, the new technology out there. This is a very regrettable situation. Uh, I do not find the truth hateful. Uh, the truth may be painful. It may be inconvenient. But the truth is necessary. The truth is enduring, and the truth is ultimately for the good of all. Uh, This is not the belief of those who extol and elevate the transgender movement in our country. And often, if you speak out against the transgender movement in our country, and it is a movement that is intruding in and threatening to overtake and overwhelm our schools, If you speak out against it, you are labeled transphobic, hateful, intolerant, many other nasty names. But in truth, you are telling the truth. There is only male and female. There is not a spectrum of genders. Is the confusion that some young people feel real? Of course. Of course it is. How can it be explained? Well, perhaps one explanation for it is that if you do any studies or listen to any studies of anyone who has delved deeply into the development of the human brain, you will find that the human brain is not deemed fully developed until about age 25. Now, there are different parts of the human brain. The front part of the brain, well, I'm not sure which part it is, but there's, <laughs> I was going to say the front part, and then I'm thinking it's not the front part, but there's a portion of the brain that develops on an expedited schedule that is more fully developed, more active, more dominant early on in life. And that part of the brain is the part of the brain that responds to excitement, affirmation, new things, adventure, that part of the brain. The part of the brain that develops last is the reason part of the brain. So knowing that, let's examine the transgender movement. Kids are in school, they're... Seeking what? What do all kids seek? Teenagers. They want community, right? They want to be a, they want to be popular. They want to gain 
approval, affirmation, attention. Well, it's certainly a way to do that is to explore new vistas, that's adventurous, of their sexuality, of their gender, of their personal identity. And how are they received when they do that? Oh, is this wonderful? You're coming into this. You are experiencing your authentic self, right? What did we hear from the NHL hockey player who declared himself homosexual last week? I now can be my authentic self. Really? Can you skate any faster? Can you shoot any faster? Are you a better friend? Did your appetite change? Did your sexual attractions change from one minute to the next? No. The only thing that changed was now I know what you prefer sexually. And confidentially, dude, I don't care. I don't need to know, nor do I want to know. But now because I know something I didn't know before about him, he feels more authentic, although nothing about him changed. So the transgender movement, why do so many kids declare themselves, I know I have, you know, a boy's body, but, but, but I'm a girl. And then why do they often change their mind? As we've heard these heartbreaking cases of many, many kids. You saw the 60 Minutes feature from Leslie Stahl. By the way, has she been fired for that yet? Because she, she came dangerously close to taking a conservative position, which would, you know, also be a truthful position in that report. Something happened to Leslie Stahl. Maybe she got hit on the head that day. But why do so many kids who go through the horrific gender reassignment surgery or take the puberty blockers or mutilate themselves in some way, shape, or form, why do they then regret it and want to detransition or want to go back to what they were born as? Is it a surprise when that happens as the reason part of their brain develops and as the excitable part of the brain, the adventurous part of the brain, the thirsty for affection and admiration and affirmation part of their brain, its influence over them diminishes? Is that a surprise? No, it makes perfect sense. makes perfect sense. So why do I say all that? Because we have a regrettable situation in the city of Cincinnati at a church, Crossroads Community Church, this is a mega church in Cincinnati, that over the weekend invited a representative from the Center for Christian Virtue, his name is David Mahan, to come and speak in their services. And so he spoke. He spoke at three services. And WCPO in Cincinnati quotes Mr. Mahan saying this during the service, if you have a child struggling with gender dysphoria, and you go to a clinic in this area, eventually you'll get down to brass tacks on if you want a dead daughter or a live son. Now, that's a harsh statement, but I know what he was aiming at. He was aiming at um, if your son is going into a you know gender reassignment clinic and gets a reassignment surgery, most likely their incidence of suicide in the transgender community is astronomical compared to other kids their age. So what he is saying is, and he's painting it in a worst case scenario, is if you go in for this, you're increasing greatly the chances of your son 
doing harm to himself, perhaps taking his own life. So, um, is that tactful? I don't know. Maybe you can debate that. Is it harsh? Yeah, it is. Is it truthful? Yeah. Yeah, it is. And so, of course, truth is not welcome in many places, and apparently one of them is not. Uh, one of them is uh, Crossroads Church, because they've done what I tell you don't ever do. Don't ever do it. Don't ever apologize for telling the truth. Never. But they did. They said Crossroads hosted a guest speaker who broached the subject of children seeking to transition to a different gender. Unfortunately, there are many who have been hurt and are looking for clarity. Regardless of a person's sexual or gender identity, we love them and welcome them, as does God. I don't think Mr. Mahan said that they weren't loved or welcomed. What we shared this weekend was never meant to hurt anyone, and we deeply regret that it did. Don't regret telling the truth. So they wimped out, which is unfortunate. It's not how you treat a guest. It's definitely not how you treat someone who speaks the truth, particularly from the pulpit. So Crossroads Community Church, that's an epic fail on your part.